birth needs engineer. What's up, y'all? My name is Ben. Um, I identify as a Negro. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to put that out there. You know, it's called the melanin thing. Oh, so, my God. You know, I'm speaking from a culture point of view, you feel me? God damn. Okay. Well, welcome, Benjamin. I'm happy to have you here for our episode. And for today, we're going to be talking about college life and rigor and adjusting. So both of us, we are freshmen at different colleges, of course, um, but I guess you can say that the atmosphere has been different, um, especially like pertaining to high school and like the transition into, I guess you can call adulthood. So how has that transition been for you so far? I mean, I mean we went to the same high school, you know? I mean, eh. Same district, yeah. kind of. And like they, the way they prepared us for college, I think it was very beneficial. they don't take anatomy, they don't take mm -hmm. biology, they don't take um, prescription and stuff like that. You took that class? I took that class. Mm, that was <laughs> not me. <laughs> right. no. Medical terminology Yo. and stuff like that. I mean, stuff that I'm doing now, and there's actually some classes I don't need to retake because I already took them in high school. Exactly, as far as credits go. Exactly. But even then, so... I feel like going to such a such a small high school because you know ours you had to take a test to go in and everything. Right. In my senior class, there was like what seventy people. Yours, at least for your program, at least it was definitely less than that. Oh, it was like twelve. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't think it was that little. Okay. My program, my yeah. program was um, exercise science. Like we started out freshman year at like twenty, and then a whole bunch of kids dropped out by yeah. like the end of junior year. Exactly. And I don't know, I mean, some people, they had, like, their different reasonings as far as dropping out. Some people, they just didn't like um, have, being around, I guess, non-black people. Like, it was just too predominantly white for them. Other people, they just didn't want, like, the rigor, and they wanted that, like, um, high school experience. And then also with our high school, uh, there was no, like, sports or whatever, like, affiliated with the school in general. It was just, I like, everybody just do it in their own hometown. I think that's a good thing. Why? <laughs> no. Because my hometown, we're not, like, the top nope. you know, sports team in the in the county or anything, nope. but like, imagine playing like cricket with these white <laughs> <kids>. lacrosse. <laughs> lacrosse. Like, come on now, I don't want to be forced into that. That's true, but I guess there was like that. At least for me, I thought that there was a lack of school spirit. I guess togetherness, pride. Because um, when I see, like, other high schools, they have, like, their teams. They have, like, their school colors and everything. And with our school and our different districts. Yeah, our school colors. No, no, no. We, I think we did, like, for our like uh, for our different schools. Like, mine was, like, maroon and gold. Yours is blue and blue gold. gold. Exactly, yeah. Like, how we had um, different caps and gowns and stuff like yeah. that. It was pertaining to our school colors. I just... I. I think I kind of felt, I guess, jealous in a way because, um, I don't know, I just didn't get to have that. I didn't get to experience that high school ex um, that high school life that I saw when I was younger and everything. You could have, you know. I mean. It, like, even though there wasn't any sports teams or any, like, activities after school at our high school, um, to do that, you would need to go back to your hometown. Yeah. That's what I did. I played football and ran track at, mm -hmm. at my hometown. Was it easy for you? As far as 
going to school and then going back and then having practice. But then you have like the rigor of the actual school to deal with and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, how was that balance for you? So you're talking about like who I come to school with math week. Um, I would come late to practice like every day. Cause I knew it, yeah. Like the bus ride back to, because the high school was about 20, 25 minutes without traffic. And like there was always traffic, it would turn to like 40. Yeah. Um, so I'd always be late to practice. Coach would be on my, on my behind about that a lot. He didn't give you like an exception or anything like that? Sometimes. Were there other people from coming from? The high school? Yeah. Okay. In track, we had um, our star player. His name was Danny. So, like, he came late, too. Mm, I know him. So, if he came late, then I was good. Oh. Oh, okay. So, we're playing favoritism now. Exactly. Damn. Okay. Um, But I think being an athlete actually helped me with my grades. How? Honestly, it gave me, it forced me to be more disciplined. Okay. That makes sense, actually. Because before, I had a whole bunch of free time. I was twiddling my thumbs, <laughs> playing. I didn't. I didn't really grow up playing PlayStation. I grew up playing Roblox. Mm. I sound like a you were that kind of kid. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> bro I've, never said that. I've never said that out loud. But I grew up playing Roblox, bro. Mm. And like Roblox, Minecraft. Those were my games. But like I had a whole bunch of extra time. I was just wasting time, mm-hmm. not doing my homework and stuff. Um, but being an athlete forced me to be more disciplined, mm-hmm. get my stuff done, get into a school get some money from the school mm-hmm. yo when I tell you I, w- I was really trying to go out of state for college like I, I wanted to be out a I'm lot sure of yeah like most most kids do want to leave their parents like just start fresh you feel me but when it comes to money wise yeah no for real I think the only schools that I was like thinking about going out of state for was maybe Howard and I think that was really it to be honest because for me at least when it came to the admissions process and like applying to all of these different kinds of schools first of all I didn't even know that I had to write essays and stuff like that until maybe junior year like the start of junior year of high school I did not know how to apply to college at all which is, I think was my downfall when it came to applying to like really prestigious schools and stuff like that because you were supposed if you want to get into a prestigious school you know that you need to start off like from freshman year like be on your grind like all throughout the four years and stuff like that and I'm looking at other people who had that advantage I guess that knowledge um, and they were like doing ridiculous great things i know this person she had like a laboratory job in freshman year um she went to rockefeller for like a summer session somewhere and i was like damn like i could have done that um but once the admissions or admissions time came um in like what the end of junior year and the beginning of senior year yeah i was like i really didn't know what i was doing and so I remember I wanted to go to, I guess, like I applied to one or two Ivy Leagues. Obviously, there was really no way that I could really get in because, again, I did nothing throughout high school. Um, So those were the out-of-schools, the out-of-state schools that I applied to. And then it was Howard and maybe one school in New York, but I completely forgot the name. But when I was looking um, at, like, tuitions and stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, there's right. no way I'm going to be able to afford that. My parents would not be able to afford that either if I got in. Uh, and so that's why I didn't apply to Howard because of the money. 
Um, also, my parents, they were like, yeah, you're not applying to out-of-state at all. Like, we'll literally not support you financially at all if we do. Yeah, and I was, at first, I just feel like, how could you tell your kid that? Because as far as Howard goes, I w- wanted to choose Howard because I guess, like, it's an HBCU, and I know that if I go, then it's guaranteed that I'm going to make friends that look like me. And that's really all I wanted, going to the PWI that I go to now. I don't even think you can call it a PWI, because there's a lot of Middle Eastern and Indian kids there, too. Like, oh, yeah. 70%. Because, you know, it's near Edison. And so I don't think I've made, like, that black friend group that I wanted. Have you? I think I just made one, like, a couple weeks ago, to be honest. Like a like an established friend group. Yeah, like a little clip. Because I think everybody gets their clips, like, towards the beginning of the school year. Okay. But I'm really selective with the friends that I have. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, as soon as I meet someone, I'm like, can you have a wristband? <laughs> you can't get it. it. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Um, but I think I found a dope group of guys to hang around. That's actually um, nice, though. They're all black. Thank they're all see? Negro. Thank you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. But, but when it comes to, like, life at a PWI versus, like, HBCU, like, you're right. I want people who look like me who've been through similar experiences. Mm-hmm. Um share the same culture like we'll never have like a homecoming event at our school where they're like reciting dreams and nightmares oh god about that song start to finish yeah or like slag surfing <laughs> yeah or anything like that like i want to i want to feel like i'm part of a family you know mm-hmm. yeah and for some reason at the school that i go to now i just can't find that and maybe you could say it's because uh it's such a big school mm-hmm. giant like uh, four different campuses and everything. It's a D1 school, right? Yeah, it is. And so, like, there's just hella people. And I also feel like, as far as Rutgers goes, um, everybody and their mama goes there. Because everybody from, like, the same high school, yeah. they go there. So they are walking into uh, college with established friend groups. And as far as me, I have friends from high school that go to Rutgers, but I don't really see them as often, actually, because they live on campus, they dorm. I obviously commute. They also live on a campus where I don't go to because all of my classes are on Cook Dark, which is the black campus, I guess. Uh, it is, it, yeah. And uh, they live on Livingston, which is about 15 minutes away from that campus. Segregation is crazy. It is. That's it crazy. really is. And Bush, don't even get me started on that campus. It's dusty as hell. But um, yeah, I don't see them a lot. And so I told myself, in the fall semester that I would like put myself out there and you know me I don't really like like to do that right. I'm really to myself um, I'm not antisocial or anything but I don't really like talking to people yeah. and so especially people I don't know and but I just told myself that I wanted to change that um, like this is a fresh start it's college nobody really knows me like that exactly. except going to Rutgers a lot of people <laughs> know me <laughs> and they know each other so that was hard and then as far as my classes went, you know, I'm a bio student and yeah, yeah. it, it was, <laughs> I'm telling you, I was the only black student in all of my classes in the fall semester, Jeez. all of them. And so there was really no way that I could like have that established friend group that I really wanted ever since, um, ever since I knew that I was gonna go to Rutgers um, in senior year when I, uh, what's it called? When I put my deposit down and everything. And so it just kind of sucks. Because, yeah, do I still have a chance now? Yeah, but it's way smaller than the chance that I had uh, when I first started college. And there's actually uh, an Instagram page 
um, it's called Records Misconnections, and so it's. You got one of those pages too. Oh my! <laughs> Is it out of pocket? It's. It's. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's something. It's something. For us, it's okay. I feel like it started off with, um, like, if somebody special caught your eye, then you could mm-hmm. just go ahead and put it in, and then it just got to. If you ran me over, I'm gonna call you. <laughs> Like, if you were driving through College Ave, like, 60 miles per hour, when it dead says 25, mm-hmm. and you almost ran me, then, yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, and then it also got to, hey, I have no friends, somebody hit me up. Oh, I did that. Isn't it anonymous or something? Yeah, it is. And so, so basically... who's going to hit you up? <laughs> <laughs> no. Some people, this is how, it was either go two ways. Either um, the person running the account would give that person, like, let's say um, whoever's, like, interested and they see your site and they're like, okay, let me go ahead and hit them up. They would hit up the owner of the account. The owner of the account would send your ad because when you're making the form and writing in like your response and everything, you need to put in your ad. Okay. And the second one is if they're interested, they can write a comment. I mean, that post and be like, slide nine, hit me up or something like that. Mm-hmm. If that person uh, sees it, like they go through your comments, be like, oh, I wrote that, they can go ahead and hit them up. So I did that. I, I wrote down something like, hey, I'm a bio student. I need friends, prefer, <laughs> and I didn't want to say black friends because I felt, I didn't even oh, think that was racist. Negroes. No, please. <laughs> and I, I didn't want to, I thought that it felt racist. What? I No, no, no. I, against your own race? I know, I know. No, not even against my own race. Against like the Indian and the Middle Eastern and like the Hispanics and stuff like that. Like I was fine with like having Hispanic friends, but my goal was to have black friends. And so. So they didn't think that you were a queen or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but um, uh-huh. I did it, and I think two people hit me up, and it was this twenty-year-old guy, and then it was like a freshman, and she was black, she was a girl, um, and she was like also bio. Okay. Uh, I started talking, to, not like talking, talking, but like we were uh, texting each other through Instagram DMs and everything, and then I found out that he was mixed. Hispanic, and I think it was Puerto Rican, and African American. Okay. And then I realized that the Puerto Rican got the best of him. And uh, mind you, he doesn't even look black. And so, yeah, the Puerto Rican. Like? <laughs> You're gonna laugh. <laughs> I don't even wanna be mean or anything, but hold on. Because I was texting for the longest, and then he just stopped uh, texting. And I was like, okay, never mind then. Like, I don't even like texting people like that. You know me, I got no filter. Shall we? I'm, I'm gonna be on you. Oh my god. Yep. Hold on. Hold on. Bro, that is a gringo. <laughs> like, no. He is, not black. He is apparently. He is not black. And mind you, like we were just texting all throughout and everything, yeah, just talking. Right, about, oh my god. Yo. I was literally trying to be engaging and stuff like that. Talking about like HBCUs, my decision and like my experience and everything. And yeah, just the Puerto Rican got the best of him, and he was over here just saying some nonsense. I was like, okay, let me just not. He ghosted him. Huh? He ghosted him? Ghosted what? He ghosted him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but I just didn't want to like mess with that anymore. The other girl, she talked, she stopped texting me. But then I re- um, found out that uh, she's not doing well in school. Uh, so, and uh, like being a bio major, I need somebody who can actually help me because I don't know shit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know anything that's going on. And so I need somebody to like help me. Like I need like a smart buddy. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I need a smart friend. Buddy, not like a sneaky right. link study buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing like that. And so 
like they just didn't fit and so now i'm like having trouble because like i could reach out through the records misconnections page again but what are the odds i'm gonna actually find somebody that i need like actually want um and that could actually benefit me in the long run you know i think the best connections are made in person and like you'll never expect it but i commute so do i I mean, yeah, but also last fall semester, I was on campus like two days a week. Oh, I see. <laughs> I usually leave campus at like 10 p.m. Hold up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, there's always something to do. There's yeah, always but... people to meet. There's always an activity. There might be a movie night one night. There might be a game, like a basketball yeah. or football game, another. There's always people that you can sit next to and make connections with. And that's where you really find friends. But then it also, like, you need to factor in the anxiety of, like, making new friends and getting into a new environment like that. Bro, I used to sweat bullets. I knew <laughs> I used to sweat <laughs> bullets. Not as much as me, but still. Like, it was just bad. I couldn't do it. And mind you, I had the resources. I follow a whole bunch of clubs on Instagram. Like, there was an involvement fair in the beginning of the fall semester. I signed up for hella clubs. I never went to one meeting. See, that's your problem. I know. Yeah, but still, it just... I guess make like it I thought. easier because you have to like introduce yourself and people have to introduce themselves to you. Exactly, yeah. But even then, so I don't know. Maybe it's also the fact that I don't like talking to again new people, and so I also think about what other people think of me. And so if they, if I don't make that the right first impression, then I guess like my chance at becoming like their friend or something like that is just gone at this point. And so what's really the point? trying to sell yourself you're trying to see if this person's a good connection for me yeah. like when you go to meet someone don't think am i good enough for this person think is this person good enough for me mm-hmm. that like that mindset will decrease your anxiety because you're not the one trying to sell yourself they're trying to sell yourself to you that makes sense i'll look at your therapist but do you still wish that you maybe went to an HBCU? Or maybe not a PWI? Um, I think wherever school you go to, when it comes to social life, you always find a good bunch that you just gotta look deep. And you always find a bad bunch. True. You know? Do you think it would have been easier? Easier? Easier to what, make friends? Yeah. Oh, most deaf. See, yeah. It would also be easier to make bad friends. That's the problem. Because I don't want to sound like a coon or anything, but like <laughs> a lot of people from the black culture, like they get sucked into the pool of like going to parties every night, um, doing a whole lot of drugs. Like that's cool and all. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, yeah. I, I ain't gonna judge you. That's I just, just not, not me. Exactly. That's, yeah. And, like there's always gonna be people who are like, you know, don't do drugs. You feel me? Um, then there's also gonna be people who are like, yo, you do drugs, dude. I guess the fear Let's some coke. Like, I can't even, <laughs> like, you feel me? Yeah. Like, whether you go to an HBCU or not, there's always gonna be people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you just gotta be smart enough to filter out, you know, those people. Yeah. You know, that don't fit your goals, your aspirations, your views, and your values. But even, like, on the topic of, I guess, friends and stuff like that, I feel like in my school at least it's really hard to find resources that benefit me as a black student because again Rutgers like it's predominantly white and nearly certainly Indian and so they mostly cater to that demographic and not necessarily mine if there are any resources then it's probably started by a student or something like that not necessarily an administrator or a faculty member and so I'm over here thinking that okay if I actually went to an HBCU then I'd have a 
way more resources as far as like uh, my process and like being a pre-med student and stuff like that or like maybe um, I don't know like let's say if I have any doubts about my major or something like that or like even my minor yeah. like something that I could just have like the advice and the guidance from somebody who had my best interests at heart instead of somebody who's only worried about the numbers and maybe I just thought that <coughs> going to an HBCU would just be a lot easier for me like I know my sister Sarah she said she's applying no she already applied to college um, and we old <laughs> we're old as hell <laughs> but she said that she wanted to go to an HBCU I think December of last year so like when she was like still applying to schools and stuff like that and I was like okay yeah do you and everything and her reasoning was yeah I can just make like a whole bunch of friends and stuff like that like it'll just be so much easier for me and it'll be fun too and it's that that fun part like we were talking about but like that's not my definition of fun so like I don't think I would be comfortable there she ended up choosing Montclair State which is that's like her final decision yeah that's her final decision um, which is, I guess, not, I guess it's a PWI, but, like, you It's know. a PWI. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, but, no, 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 but, like, there's a whole lot of black students there, though. So, there's a whole lot of black kids everywhere, well, not everywhere, but, like, in North Jersey. Okay, yeah, I can say that. Maybe I'm just speaking from my experience at going to New Brunswick instead of Newark. Bro, I know Rutgers got a black student union. They do. Like, they and do. They do. Like, they do. I followed them like last week. I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like you're over here saying like there's no black people at your school. I know, bro. Listen. There's hella black kids. Let me, no, 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 no. I made plenty I of observations. The Negroes come in at night, okay? The what? The Negroes come out at night. <laughs> Yo. They do. No, no, no. Because about some bike crawlers. they do. That's crazy. That's I gotta see. be racist. That's gotta be racist. How can you be racist to your own yeah, kind? No, what are you that's talking about? No, let me just tell you, at my job, uh, all of my friends, all my black friends, at least they call people chickaboos. <laughs> 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 like, it's bad. Um, but yeah, they all come out at night. I have one class on Thursdays, ends at 10.30 p.m. I go outside, walk into my car, I see all an entire black from you. Like, <laughs> I may never seen you before, and now I'm seeing you, like, right here and now. And I'm just like, yeah, there's like also the fact that I could stay um, after my class and everything and just um, put myself out there, go to clubs. Mm-hmm. Clubs are also at like 9.45 at night. I have a... What clubs do you be going to? No, they're like, not BSU um, meetings, but I think there's like a Haitian Association for Rutgers. Okay. And so 9.30 at night. Uh, there is also, what's the other one? I think it was like a black woman type thing. I forgot exactly what it was called. 9.45 at night. And so, I mean, it's usually to accommodate for people who have classes like in the mornings and the afternoons. And obviously nobody wants to go to a club meeting in the morning. So it just best for everybody. Also, it's a really, it's a really big campus. Almost everybody dorms. And so it caters to them. And so I'm over here just not going to them simply because I got to get home and finish an assignment at 11.59 instead of going to a club meeting. And so I'm kind of at a disadvantage. What? Dorms is probably really convenient. Oh, definitely. I kind of wish I had dorms, but at the same time, I kind of wish I I mean, mind you, I live like. Five minutes away. (laughs) No, you're five minutes away. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. But like, stuff like that, like um, making friends, um, going to events and stuff like that, it'll just make it way easier to, you know, change my clothes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I got to go. 
couple. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, freshmen are allowed to have cars on campus, so I could just, you know, go to a parking lot, mm. do what I gotta do, that's, go that's to work it. and stuff like that if I need to, go right back to my dorm. But every time I every time I say that, I think there's one dude that I met back in freshman orientation. Mm-hmm. He, like, he had a good head on his shoulders and everything. He wants to be a doctor. He came out of high school like a 4.2 GPA. Ooh, I, even two. Know, I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> so I thought yeah. he had that four. Yeah, I'm saying. Like, he got four. My bank. You bank. Yeah. He got a full ride to the school. I'm like, yo, this dude, he's going to do big things. He's mm-hmm. going to be the next Black Bill Gates or something Ooh, like that. Wait, what happened? Bro, last semester, I, I haven't seen him in like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So I hit him up. I'm like, yo, bro, where you been? And he's like, yo. I'm engaged and I got two kids in the way. I'm like, yo! <laughs> wait, 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 I'm like, what you mean, my boy? Time out. Time Dude, out. two kids on Bro, the way? He got twins. I'm like, run that back to like, Wait a dude. minute. He's 19? Something like that. 18 or 19, something like that. I'm thinking, yo. What happened? He met a shorty in the dorm. <laughs> oh. You know that dorm life. <laughs> you know that dorm life. No. Like, that's why I get scared, because if my roommate clapping cheeks every other oh, night, God, like, you're gonna feel that peer pressure. Yeah. You feel me? That's what he went through, and he was telling me the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like he felt that peer pressure that, like, the dorm culture, it's like, you gotta hook up with someone like every other night, yeah. or else you're not cool enough. Mm-hmm. And when you're living in the dorms, everybody knows each other on the floor. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And you might know everybody in the building yourself. So stuff can get really messy. That's I know true. if a shorty asked me for a ring. I'll give her, I'll give her a ring. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what you want? Strawberry or blue raspberry? Come on <laughs> Don't even get me started on the twins. That's you no, that's twins crazy. on the way. <laughs> and he's still in school. Like, uh, how have his plans changed? I don't, I don't think he goes to Kane anymore. I don't know if he um, went to a different school or he's just taking a gap year or something like that. But I mean, at least he's focusing on his family. Right. That's, I'm like, not, something I can't say about exactly. a lot of people, to be honest. Like, he doing what he got to do, and I respect that. Yeah, 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 definitely. But it, his life really did a complete 180. Because mm-hmm. he like, asked me for a baby formula, and I'm giving him a baby bottle. Shut <laughs> Do you, like, you think that you would have felt, like, or succumbed to that if he joined? Mm. The younger me would have. Like, if you asked me this last semester, I feel like I joined the last school one semester, and that's oh, crazy. Yeah. I think, um, at least at Rutgers, I'm just going based off of the experience that my two friends have from high school. Uh, they dorm and how it's like um, in the quads, which is what the buildings are called. Uh, it's like one floor is females, the, the next floor is males. Okay. And like it just uh, alternates throughout each floor. And so honestly, it's really easy, to be honest. Um, they're allowed to like go up and down? They're not, okay. After they are because like the staircase is literally right next to like the floors and stuff like that. Obviously, you're not gonna see like a guy roaming through like the women's uh, floor or something like that every other day, um, because like obviously the RA is there and there are cameras, um, and there's also a security office in the basement. Um, but it's again really easy. Like you could easily sneak in somebody from like the floor above you, mad easy. And so they do say over there that a lot of times it does happen, and the RA like they don't get caught or anything like that. Um, and they haven't, like, they have gotten peer pressured by it, especially since all of the friends that they have made, they're basically all of the girls on their floor. Right. And those girls on their floor, they have done that before, and they're just like, should I? Like, 
I mean, it's part of the college life and everything. Like, I've seen it in media and everything. So, like, should I do it or should I not? And so, like, that's the problem um, that they, I think that they have. Um, but they haven't um, done it yet. Um, and I think at the moment they're just focusing on this school and also, like, traveling. Like, they've gone to New York. They went to Boston and everything. Oh, yeah, no, like, they're out there. And, again, dorming has that advantage. They have all of these friends that they're able to make. And, yeah, they don't really need to put themselves out there. It's literally the girl across the, road, the <laughs> hall. Like, that's it. Yeah. And so I just, I kind of wish that I had that. Um, but as far as last semester, how was last semester for you? Last semester was pretty dope. Really? If I do say so myself. Okay. Um, in terms of academics, you know. <laughs> okay. You know. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> I'm a totally different person than I was in high school. High school, like, my grades were fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, they weren't, like, I wasn't top, top of my t- class or Exactly. Like yeah, I wasn't valedictorian or anything exactly. like that. But, like, um, college, I stepped it up, and I'm proud of myself for that. I think my high school prepared me well for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for them. Um, socially, mind you, I told you I leave at like 10 p.m. Yeah, so I So I know a lot of people. Um, I want to say I'm friends with a lot of people, but I know a lot of people. And like, I know how to make stuff fun for myself. Mm-hmm. So last semester, pretty good success. This semester, <laughs> what's, what's, <that> <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? This semester, I um, Getting a little rough. I have <laughs> What I'm, classes do you take? I'm taking a four-credit biology class. That's <laughs> like that. that's like the juggernaut. Yeah. Cause like every other class, I'm breezing through. Mm-hmm. But like that bio class, you gotta do a lab report, like a nine-page lab report every other week. That's the problem. You gotta do experiments on your own. Yeah. You got lab partners that don't do their work. Oh, he- come on, heavy so, on that. I'm telling you, for okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Last semester was not my best. I don't think I've ever gotten grades like that, like ever, uh, yeah, ever. And I'm not to say, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say, I did almost fail a class. Uh, um, stop, 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 <laughs> stop. Because <laughs> there's always this positive like uh, stigma with the, with the parents that we know. Yeah. They're always like, yo, Shalice, she's like, like the pinnacle of everybody yeah. you know, every child. <laughs> To say that, I'm not saying that it's a relief. Uh, I'm not saying uh, that. Wait. But it's no, a good change of pace because okay, now we know yeah. that you're human. They, I feel like I always have been. It's just that my parents, they had these high expectations for me, and I just felt the need to meet them. Mm-hmm. And also, they just made it public. Like, I remember there was this one time we were at church, and my mom was, she um, told everybody inside of the chapel, yeah, she's got straight A's. <laughs> Carlo comes up to me. Denise comes up right. to me. Everybody comes up. And they're like, oh, she's guy. Literally, every single time they see me, they're like, you came up with that 4.0 GPA? Well, looking more like 2.8. But <laughs> listen, I, I guess I went through of some things, uh, maybe more like an identity crisis, simply because all my life, I've always been known as like that straight A student who like always gets those good grades always does my work, always is responsible, and I just wasn't seeing that in myself, especially when I was on my own in college. Like, I didn't have somebody look, looming over my shoulder. Like, my parents didn't, like, weren't able to look over, like, look into power school or something like that, because we don't even have that. Um, and so I was just like, so what the heck am I doing? Like, I had this plan that I was gonna be a doctor ever since, I don't know, middle school. 
And so is that all of that just going to go to waste now simply because I can't do like I can't keep up now and almost failed a class. Um, it was chemistry and it, chemistry killed me. Yeah. It was bad. Like the department is under review because That's they're crazy. <laughs> and they have it for a few couple of years. And um, they also said that if the I believe that if the rate of people passing does not go up, then I think they're going to start starting to see uh, professors. But that's none of my business. Anyways, um, almost failed. Uh, the only reason why I did pass was because of a curve. And I got a C. My GPA, not up to par. Um, and I'm... Did I blog in my brain? <laughs> did I edit my transcript? Yes, I did. Because I'm telling you, my parents would not yeah. let me work if I... Got brought home bad grades because you they thought I went to Pixar. I went to Adobe. <laughs> Play. I, I did. Every, I did everything. Mind you, they sat me down. They're like, "We're proud of you," because I, you know, I had to make it believable. So I kept one B, which was in bio. Like, I don't like this B, but everything else you're doing fine. Then oh, okay, that's all I needed <laughs> to hear. I'm gonna do. And so spring semester came around, and I told myself that I was gonna do better. And honestly, I have been. Um, I passed cool. all of my. You pass. Um, But, yeah, I say I've been doing better. Um, And last semester, as far as the identity crisis went, every other night I was just struggling because I just wanted to, like, it got to a point where I just wanted to pass. Like, I wasn't worried about anything else. Um, As far as, like, the other aspects of my life, as far as relationships went, couldn't keep that up. Um, My job and everything, like, I felt like, that was the only thing that I had going for me that was going well. And so I just put all of my focus into that, which was a mistake, um, because that's not everything. My job is not everything. Um, yeah, I have a couple of friends there and whatnot, but what is that gonna do for me in the long run? It's just a temporary job making money. And so I should have focused on my schoolwork, didn't do that, ended up with the grade that I had all semester. Now, Maybe after some reflection, and also I took a month off from work, um, actually, in February, because I knew that I had to focus on school, and I knew that that was going to be my busiest month, because that's when, you know, we are going back in person after being online for, like, half of January and everything. And so I knew that that was going to be, like, the month where I just need to focus. I did that, and now I'd say I'm in a pretty good spot. But then there's also, like, that voice in the back of my mind, like, you didn't meet like those expectations that your parents and like basically all of the elders that you knew had for you. And so what, am I still good enough and everything? But like now I know like that's not the case. I tried my best and I'm gonna try harder and I'll learn from it. And I feel like that's what college is really all about. And he loves to grow. Thank you. He loves to grow. Thank you. Um, but as far as adulthood goes, what about that for you? <laughs> <laughs> One thing I learned, life hits you. Once you get out of high school, like the first couple months are cool because you're like, I'm an adult, you know, I can do what yeah. I want. Like summer, 2021. Yeah, bro, summer. <laughs> yeah. Like you want to take trips. Yeah. You want to go out with your friends. There's no responsibilities. No responsibilities. Yeah. But then they start trickling in. God, it was <laughs> like financial gotta, aid. Yeah. It was registering for classes, exactly. going to orientation. You gotta pay for your tuition. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah. You know, um, I say for me, 
I think everybody goes through an identity crisis like that, you know, where they they do things a certain way, they live a certain lifestyle, and then it just does a complete 180. Yeah. You know, you got to do what you got to do as an adult. Like, you can, move, you can legally be charged as an adult. That's <laughs> like, crazy. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> Ain't no juvie no more. Like, if I put my hands, I mean, I would never. Maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> but I just need to. Yeah. But, like, so that's great. Like, there's just a lot of pressure on you all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, one, the minute you turn 18, like, everything just starts piling up. And at least for me, my parents, it was like, it was one or the other. It was either you live in my house. You're under my rules and everything. I don't care if you're an adult in the eyes of the law. You're a kid still to me, and you're still going to go abide by um, what I say. And then there's also, you're an adult. Why are you doing all of this? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you not responsible? Do you not have a mind for, to exactly. think for yourself and everything? And I was like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah, exactly. As far as, like, I think getting a job helped me a lot. Like, I have a responsibility now. Um, I have a car, so, like, taking care of it. As well as gas prices. Yo, gas! <laughs> Don't get me started, no. bro. I can't do it. I Here's remember when it was like two something bro, when I was I younger. I used to drive back then. But I used to see the signs. Things be like 150. I was like, yo, now we're going up to five. Five. Like in a couple of weeks, it's going to go up to five. I can't take it. My tank, it used to, it's a dingy 2017 honda accord not even a sport just a regular honda not even a v6 <laughs> and so i was like okay that's fine 40 40 dollars was all it took to fill right. up my tank now it's going up to 60. Oh. i filled up my mom's car it was a hundred oh. who has the money for that i'm a college student i got my own stuff to pay. I, yeah. I, I got a v6 engine Oh, that's used, all you it used to cost me like fifty max, fifty max. Okay, okay, that's that's okay. All right, it rose up to like, bro. Last week I took a trip to um my brother's crib in South Jersey. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like an hour and thirty minutes away. I filled up my tank right before I left. Mm -hmm. It was it was only like halfway. Okay, how much was it? It was sixty eight dollars. No, sixty eight. You told me it takes almost one thirty. To fill up your tank now. Yes. No. Yes. I'll be on a bike. I'll be on my. <laughs> bro, when I tell you I'm getting a Tesla. Like, <laughs> no, for real. But I don't even have the money for a Tesla. So what am I bro, talking I'm, about? I'm gonna start scamming. One day. <laughs> like, I'm gonna do whatever it takes. Yeah, like it just doesn't make sense. And then there's also other expenses. Like my check account is getting a little bit. Right. <laughs> um, but like washing my car and stuff like that. Like those are my responsibilities now instead of my parents doing it for me. Obviously, when I got my car and I wasn't getting as much money as I make now. Um, okay, all right, okay, we did get raised like a month ago. But um, my parents were the ones who would like give me forty dollars in cash and be like, "Okay, go fill up the car and everything." And I feel like that was also due to the fact that they would also want to use my car simply because they have like their cars are new, new, like off the lot. <laughs> That's that range, bro. Yeah. Like, my mom, she's so proud of it. Um, but she doesn't want miles on it. So she just uses my car, especially when she's going, like, long distances and stuff like that. Like, Pine Forge, if we were to go um, on the retreat or something like that, she would always say, yeah, we're going to use your car. We're not using mine. Who do you think <laughs> I am? <laughs> Come on, my, no, 50? Right. No. Um, but that's the only reason why they gave me money. Now, uh, because I have to go to school and everything, they don't have
have the luxury of using my car for those kind of things. I have to use it now. So if I'm using it, I'm paying for it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so all of these different kinds of responsibilities adding up to my academic uh, responsibilities and then my work responsibilities now that I'm in a, do a new position. Mm. All of it together is just, it's just a lot. It's, it's a lot. And I'm thinking like, how am I supposed to focus on school now? And they always say for pre-med students, you have to only focus on that. You're going to be studying 24-7. You're not going to have a social life. Oh, no. Not No summers off. Like You always need to have an internship of some sort. Always a research position. I feel like, like they scare you by saying that. Yeah, because but. It's not. You could. It'll be like that. It'll feel like that. Mm -hmm. But you'll always have a life. Yeah. You know, you'll always have a life. You'll always find a way to make time for something that you want to do. Definitely. Which is why, like, I try to start this at least. Started yeah. as, like, an outlet um, first. But then, like, obviously talking about certain uh, convo uh, topics that I feel like are important and that maybe could help somebody who is like younger than us. Right. Like I would want to do that, which is why I often make time for it. Obviously, um, sometimes I do need to like take a step back, but there's obviously going to be that one point where everything is just piling up on me and I just need to like reevaluate and then focus solely on school because that's the thing that needs like most of my attention. But like you said, making time for the things that you are actually interested and love to do is what keeps you sane. Like, and that, I feel like I need to realize that, too. That's, like, one of the things that I need to realize in my growth. But as far as I transition into adulthood, um, I feel like also thinking for myself was kind of a hard transition because it's always my parents, like, they're the one who had that kind of, um, they're the one who's, like, told me, like, how to do everything. And now that I'm on my own and they didn't really help with that transition, they just said, go to college, go to work, and that's it instead of like me mentally transitioning, um, I'm always like, what exactly am I supposed to be doing? Like, it's hard. I didn't know how to build credit. I didn't know how to write a check. You have a credit card? Yeah. Mm, I stuck with my debit. <laughs> it's swiping every day. <laughs> but they don't tell you this stuff like when you're going out of high school. No, I, think, I think it's really important. Graduate school for physical therapy? Yeah. I'm not going to be like 21 years old for medical college because that's my goal because I want to make enough money to where I won't have to worry about that. I want to be comfortable. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be late, living paycheck to paycheck to pay for my apartment. I want to live comfortable, you know? Exactly. Um, but you got to go through adulthood and like the transition to actually be able to do that. Exactly. Yeah. And so I feel like that's the hard part. Exactly. As far as like money wise, I don't want to say I'm not good at spending. Budgeting? <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I really did. What's, um, your, what's your guilty pleasure? Like something that you'll always spend money on. Uvies. Whether you got. Uvies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking you got 50 cents in your account. <laughs> like I was living off of $16 at one point. I remember. <laughs> like I couldn't take out. Okay. I do have money in my savings account. But I'm saving up for a new car because my sister is going to get the car that I have now when she gets her license. And I feel like becoming an adult, I realized that I don't want my parents to pay for certain things that 
I could pay for if I actually just put my mind to. You want that independence. Exactly, yeah, and that financial freedom. And I just told myself, okay, next car, like my parents bought this car. Mm -hmm. I need to buy my next car. And I need to actually make my research, um, determine whether this is going to be a car worth for me because I'm not going to be buying a new car until I actually get bred like at 30 years old after I become a doctor. And so it needs to last me that long, number one. And number two, um, it needs to be affordable now because I'm not spending 30K on a car. Definitely. My max, 1720. Okay. That's my max. Um, Don't get a new car. Huh? No. Used. Yeah. Hell no. Used. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm saving up for. And I told myself, at least, you know, New Year, new me, resolutions and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I was over January 2nd. Um, but I told myself, yeah, I'm going to save up and everything. Not this account. <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking through my bank statement, and all you see is 30 burgers, <laughs> Wendy's, that's every single day. And Want some nuggets? No. <laughs> and I feel like that is my guilty pleasure. What's yours? Food. Yes. Food? Like, I wouldn't say Uber Eats. Some, Uber Eats sometimes, um, but, like, mind you, I stay on campus, like, all day, every day. So I know. I don't have a meal for <laughs> I got no meal plans. When I tell you, I'll be spending like fifty a week on um, on lemon pepper wings. Oh, oh my god, bro, I'm addicted. <laughs> I'm addicted to lemon pepper. They're wings. They're good as hell. I get them at, um, from Wingstop actually. Mm. What? I think I think the ones at my school are actually like they're, they're better than Wingstop. And that's know, saying because like you know school food, you know they don't be hitting like that. That's true. <laughs> lemon pepper There's a reason why I spend fifty on them a week. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Man. Um, food. I'd say food again. <laughs> <laughs> like it's that. Yeah. Um, but I think that probably I wouldn't even say okay. I did drop sixty dollars on this hoodie. Um, so maybe I could say clothing. Um, but when I made my budgeting list, I just told myself, like, I do have a few monthly payments, my check account. Um, but also, like, I factored in gas money. I factored in, like, washing my car. I factored in, like, other, um, like my Amazon Prime uh, that I need to pay for and stuff like that. But nobody told me that gas prices were going to go up. So now I need to alter that. Right. And now I don't even have the money to pay for that because my hourly wage is still the same. So what's not, it's not, there's no correlation. Um, but. You know app is good for that? What? I use, um, I use an app called Nerd Wallet. Um, Nerd Wallet? It can literally track like all your bills, um, all your payments. Like you can factor in gas. You can also refresh if you need to. Mm -hmm. um, it also tracks my credit score at the same time. So it's like really dope for that. Okay. Uh, give that to me after. But, um, yeah, like the entire thing, it's been uh, it's been very rocky. And it's not like I assumed that it was going to be like easy and quick like that. Obviously. Yeah. Like, um, but I guess you could like compare it to my transition from middle school into high school. Especially with the kind of high school that we went to. Mm -hmm. That transition was rough. Especially coming from, I guess you could say, an underprivileged uh, town and then going to like this prestigious school. I mean, the thing is, we came from an underprivileged town, but we were always in, like, honor classes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But even then, so, 
I felt like going into um, at least the school that I don't know about like your classes um, and stuff like that because they weren't all the same. Um, but for us, like everybody in my bio class knew everything, and I was just like, I learned about electrons like the year <laughs> before. I didn't know what I was talking about. Like I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. It's got the best of me. Oh my gosh. But yeah, like I guess compare it to that, and definitely the college transition was obviously harder than the high school um, one. And honestly, I can just go up from here. Is I'm not gonna let myself like get any lower than where I was at least in the fall semester or where I am now. Mind you, we're only freshmen. Exactly. Yeah. Like we got three more years to go. Freshman year is about to end. Literally. (laughs) Like two more months of a (laughs) yow. And like now, like there's always the anxiety of what am I gonna be doing this summer? Like what's am I gonna be putting on my resume so that when it's time for me to apply to like med schools and for you graduate school, like are they gonna accept me and stuff like that? Like there's always that voice in the back of my head that's just talking about what are you gonna do next? Like what's your next move? When I should just be living in the moment and getting myself done now. Like that's really the only reason. And it's also trial and error as far as adulthood. You're not gonna get it right like off the bat. Definitely not. There's no way. Yeah. But um, thank you <laughs> for coming on to episode five of Melon at the Roundtable. I really appreciate you. Thank you. And everybody, thank you for listening uh, to episode five. Um, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> Bye.